This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, it's Christian. Um, so when he's talking about Pythagorean math, there actually was a sort of cult religion in ancient Greece led by a guy named Pythagoras. And they basically had a religion revolving around numbers. And they spent their lives basically trying to find number patterns in nature. So they actually did a lot of work with math. But the problem is that we don't really know who wrote what because they were really secretive about it. We don't really know even if Pythagoras came up with the Pythagorean theorem. All of their work just sort of fell under the blanket name Pythagorean. Thanks, guys. Gloria. Tom, Cecil, I am so disappointed in you guys. You're reading the QAnon announcement, and you totally miss a very, very important point that Q made. You're talking about how Trump was working to cut off the Democrat supply of adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is a fictional drug made up by Hunter S. Thompson in his book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. How could you guys miss something so important? Clearly, whomever QAnon is, He's a big fan of Hunter S. Thompson, and he's sending a signal to everybody to let them know it's all bullshit and he's just yanking people's chains. Or he's controlled by the lizard, because there were an awful lot of lizards in my book. I'm not sure which. What's up, guys? It's Klaus from Tacoma, Washington. I just got done listening to your most recent episode, and, you know, through all the um, analysis you gave into the um, the bizarre-ass uh, tracking software, um, there's a key thing that I think you guys have missed, and that is, how the fuck am I supposed to get off on my cyber domination kink with my little if I'm not allowed to have software that tracks her everywhere she goes? This is basically kink-shaming, and I will write to the Gary Council over this. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Yeah, what's up, Tom and Cecil? I was just listening to episode 457. You guys were talking about your vasectomies. Didn't have anything in front of the dominatrix stepping on my balls. I actually went to a father-son practice. And oddly enough, dad worked on one nut while son worked on the other one. You tell their family that probably went fishing together a lot. Glory hole. that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 
158. 58. Of Cognitive Dissonance. And uh, we're just a couple of days away from the presumed release of the Mueller report. Yeah. yeah. And I am excited because what we're going to do is we're going to package it along with all of our nuclear technology and send it to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Either that or, you know, Putin's just going to aim his missiles back at us now. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it when he's like, oh, you're going to cancel your missiles. Then what I'm going to do is develop hypersonic yeah. missiles that go 20 times the <laughs> speed of sound. Like, and then they did that. Yeah. And it's almost like, oh. That's. I yeah. liked it back when we had that handshake agreement called Let's Not End the World. Let's not do this You together. remember when we had that yeah, handshake agreement? We could all just agree. Let's you know, give peace a chance. I, I, I am grateful that like the Cold War era nuclear proliferation pact or nuclear treaty or yeah, whatever yeah, it was yeah, called. Yeah, I forgot. Right. I'm glad we pulled out of that one because that's... Oh, yeah. That gosh. is the world. I don't know if it's the world yeah. we want, but it's certainly the world we fucking deserve. We just don't want to be hamstrung by stuff like that. Tom. No, you we know what? We don't want to be hamstrung like that. I was thinking about it at first. I thought, oh my God, that's terrifying. Maybe we'll all be vaporized. Yeah. And then I thought like, yeah, but you know, the nice thing is the missiles go so fast now we won't have to work. You won't even know. Right. It'd just be so, it'll be over so fast. And I find you won't that even have comforting. Time, you won't even have time to have anxiety because that weird siren's going Right. On. I don't want to listen to yeah. that thing. The last moments yeah. of my life, I don't want... <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, a funny thing, sir. When we were kids, we were all afraid of the dark. And we grew up and we weren't afraid anymore. But it's funny how a big lie can make us all kids again. All right, this story comes from the Raw story. Uh, Chris Wallace, who I got to say, like at this point, I'm kind of like, I kind of got some props for Chris Wallace because he's on Fox. Mm-hmm. And he he is taking it to some of these guys. Sure. Um, to some, I mean, as much as I think as is possible on Fox. Yeah. Shepard Smith, right? too. On occasion, both yeah. of those guys seem to be, they don't seem to be bootlickers. Right. Not, you know? not complete. And right. On Fox. Right. So Chris Wallace calls Rush Limbaugh a hypocrite to his face, um, specifically talking about Obama's executive actions. So this is, this is actually pretty great. Um, so Rush Limbaugh was on Chris Wallace's show, and he says, look, when you were talking about executive actions with Obama, you were outraged. You call this like flushing the Constitution down the toilet. Right. And now just because you happen to like the executive actions of Trump. Sure. You're all for it. And he just like straight calls him. He's just straight calls Rush Limbaugh. On and Rush Limbaugh's like, well, here's the thing. It's different because I liked it. And yeah. he basically acknowledges the hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of amazing. Yeah. Like it was kind of a beautiful moment because he, Rush Limbaugh's actual justification is you may look at it that way. I look at it right and wrong. What Obama was doing was furthering this existing problem and politicizing this using whatever executive powers he wanted to use. That's literally saying, I didn't like it when he sure. did it. I didn't like the things he was doing. Right. Those things were bad. But the problem is, is that they're just extending this power over and over and over again. And there's overreach. Every single president mm -hmm. keeps on stepping over that line farther and farther and farther. You know, and and it's funny because we we look at how the government's run now and look at how the government is run now in comparison to, you know, it, it feels like there used to at least be some bipartisan like at handshakes once in a while. And at that the, hasn't happened yeah, a long time. At the very least, we had it with uh, confirmation hearings, for example. Right. You know, like when when Ginsburg sure. was confirmed. Yeah. She was confirmed like 99 to, to 1. Yeah. Like it was just overwhelming. Because yeah. it was like, yeah, she's fucking qualified. Right. 
And the standard is, are you qualified? And now the standard is, are you on my side? Yeah. I have sides. Everything sure. is a side. It's, you know, what, what, what kind of blows me away is it's like, well, what we're evaluating here is whether we like what someone is doing, not whether or not they should be allowed to do it. And when you can't parse those two questions, when you can't separate, should you be allowed to do the thing versus do I like the thing that you're doing? They're very different. They're very, very different. Executive actions, um, you know, we should be having a conversation about whether or not those are good, not yeah. whether or not the actions specifically right. will yield a result I am in favor of. That specific action is what I'm in favor of. Yeah. And conflating those mm -hmm. two is is like, it's, it's how we fucking get here. Yeah. Because then all it means is we look at our team and we're like, well, my team won today. Yeah. And I expect my team to continue to win for the next X period of time. That's it. Yeah. So I want to rack up as many fucking yep. points as I can. Yeah. During my my tenuous grasp on power sure. that I have. Yeah. And then as soon as that's relinquished, well, now you're doing it. It's wrong. Yeah. So I have a principled stand when it's you. And I have a pragmatic stand when it's me. Exactly. That's exactly it. And that's called being full of shit. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we have uh I think first first and foremost, I think there needs to be a a person, somebody who runs that is not interested in keeping or extending that power, mm -hmm. but is interested in reeling that power back and putting some sort of protections on any potential overcreep in the future. Yeah. That is something I, I would absolutely consider a candidate that ran on that platform. I would That would be something that I would look at and say, wow, that's somebody who I really would would be interested to see how far they would go and yeah. would be happy to see them move forward. Because that is... That's something that we've been we've been experiencing for a long time. The other thing I want to say is like hypocrisy doesn't matter to Rush Limbaugh, and it doesn't matter to, to no, most of the no. most of these Republicans. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. You know, look at what happened with you know the Kavanaugh thing. When there was any hint that Kavanaugh was going to be blocked at all, you saw how shitty they got. Lindsey Graham getting all beat red and like, how dare you? You know, he's yelling at people now, and I know screaming. Wouldn't let Merrick Garland right. play. Exactly, right? Yeah. right? Merrick right. Garland's a fucking guy from Office Space with stapler. <laughs> fucking, he, got, he didn't get a check. They cut his check out of payroll. And he's like, I'm going to burn this place down. Like, he's fucking... Right. Just, yeah. Like, that guy, he is not even remotely considered. They he's just let him now. wander around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let him wander around. Right. Fucking, they're just like, can I come in? Nope, nope, nope. not you. Yeah, go away, get go away. Get the fuck out of here. That's fucking... Yeah. And that, the fuck, it's fucking crazy. But they don't care. Like, they... And you could hold that mirror up to their face. Yeah. And say, look at what you did here, and then look at what you did here, and they would be like, I don't care. You're all sick! Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh my god, what's happening now? We work hard, we play hard. This story is from NBC News. Trump administration launches global effort to end criminalization of homosexuality. You know. I, I put this story in here because when I agree with something, I wanted to make sure that we touch sure. on it. Sure. Um, because I don't want to be accused of, of handpicking stories that, you know, or, or ignoring something that's, that's positive. This is really positive. Yeah. Like this is really positive. I was a little blown away by it, sure. especially given the fact that the fucking LGBTQ page of the whitehouse.gov website went away yeah. while he was still fucking yeah. giving his speech. inauguration speech, speech or his yeah. acceptance speech or right. inaugur I don't even remember which yeah, one. Yeah, his inauguration speech. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I thought this was good. So Trump administration is launching a global campaign to end the criminalization of homosexuality in dozens of nations where it's illegal to be gay. And I thought like, we just fixed this in all our states about an hour and a half ago. Oh, I know, right? Right. I want to read something though. From a press conference, mm -hmm. um, they asked President Trump, they said, Mr. President, uh, on your push to decriminalize homosexuality, are you, are you going to do that and why? And he said, say it. And they said, your push to decriminalize homosexuality around the world. He said, I don't know which report you're talking about. And so then they kept pressing him. And basically, it sounds like it was done without, without him. him. Yeah. So, But it, it's still his administration. Right. And that's right. the only reason I wanted to right. give it credit. But yeah. when they asked him about it, he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about because I was playing golf and I don't really pay attention to any of these briefings ever. Listen, I was sleeping and or masturbating during the yeah. briefing. And or maybe both the way that I masturbate is not very I exciting. Shoving this chocolate cake down my face as fast as I, yeah. So like he didn't know. But I wonder. And I also wonder too, like now that he knows, is it still going to happen? Well, I was going to say like, yeah. what, what I wonder is like, maybe this is his policy, but if he pretends he doesn't know, then the, his base is still like, oh, Trump didn't know. That could you be know it what too, mean? although I don't so think like, he's that smart. But I, I don't yeah. even know anymore. Yeah, I don't think Like, I'm smart. at a place where I'm just like, mm. I don't know. Mm. Who don't knows know. what's true? Yeah. But this is a great thing. But like, yeah, it, it, is, it's a great thing. One thing that surprised the shit out of me from this, ep from this thing, Tom, it tells me that there's countries in the Caribbean that outlaw homosexuality. There's, and I want to read off which ones they are. So Antigua and, and Barbuda. Barbados, Dominica, Grenada, Guyana, Jamaica, St. Kitts, St. Luke, Lucis. This is like all of them. St. Vincent and the Grenadines. That sounds like a band, actually. <laughs> but yeah, like, like. We are St. Vincent and the Grenadines. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Tip your waitress. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys in the back, you guys stand away from each other because we don't want you. Some of these are life imprisonment. Some of these countries, no shit, life imprisonment. I was blown away that that is happening in the Caribbean. I was blown away. But it's also Africa and, and the Mideast, too. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I wonder, like, the the nations in the Caribbean, that I am, I am surprised by that because you would think that they would be more heavily influenced by Western culture. By tourism, at least. So right? many of them rely yeah, all on. All those are right. tourist. All those are tourist destinations yeah. in the Caribbean. Right. All those are tourists, I think. I, I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe some of them are. But I mean, I, I mean, most some of them are. Yeah, most of we're them. just like those yeah. are those are definitive places where there's tons of tourism. Right. So if there's tourists going there, and if they're you know experiencing you know tons of people that are there from outside the country, that you know when it comes to homosexuality, guaranteed there's going to be people there that are gay. Well, you know, like that's that bullshit where it's like it's like the Maldives. You know, it's like. Yeah, you can go there and it's like beautiful and like you can drink and you can, but it's like, it's in the middle of this fucking Muslim country, but they're like, yeah, but I want our money. Yeah. We want your I'll, money. I'll yeah, take the yeah, money. Yeah. And like, you guys can do what you guys got to do. Yeah. And it's actually funny because I just booked a trip to Jamaica as a uh -huh. matter of fact, oh, like kind of last minute. Okay. Yeah. And like one of the resorts, cause I was looking at a very last minute thing. And like one of the resorts is this resort called Hedonism 2. And I was like, oh, they have dates available. And like, nobody has dates available. And like, I'm kind of looking for those last minute deal sure, things, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And like, it turns out it's like a weird sex resort. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in Jamaica. And I'm, sure. Like, I'm sure it's full of like, 
from what I looked at, like there's plenty of activity going yeah, on right, at that right. island. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that crosses the people would go to jail for life, is yeah, what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. Yeah. Double life. Yeah. Possibly triple life. Ten years in prison on, for some of this yeah, stuff. That's fucking it's insane. unbelievable. That's I mean, it blows insane. me away that they're I mean, it blows well, it's not allowed it to. It doesn't blow me away, yeah. actually. I mean, it does, but not it, it might, but yeah. they have to be under a towel. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't look at them. <laughs> Life in prison. Well, you gotta, you gotta hate what somebody else does with their dick. Real bad. In a way that is just. Hey, you're super gay. Stop oh. that or we'll put you in this place where you live with Gosh. men forever. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain. And you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow colored. Rapper for your Whopper. All right, this story is from the BBC.com. Catholic Cardinals urge the end of the homosexual agenda. Huh. Um, That's so, weird. Yeah. Now, why do they do this? They do this because um, these Cardinals were uh, addressing the problem within their own house of priests fucking children. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, it's not really a clericalism issue. It's not, it's not an issue where, like, we're sure. priests. Yeah. And a lot of us fuck kids. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's a red herring. Yeah. What it is is that some people are gay and they're not ashamed of it anymore. Yeah. So that's really the big problem. And that's why some people, it's fucking crazy one how the, they pin this. Well, one of the things that they did was they started, like, they 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 look at some of these, uh, they look back at some of these old popes and how they would... Um, how they would blame it on different groups. Mm -hmm. And at one point they blame it. It's like an, it's like an improv game when you're asking the audience for fucking, it's like, okay, whose fault is it? Gay people, gay people's fault. All right. We got gay people. Who else? The devil. It's the devil's fault too. What about if the yeah. devil was gay? Oh my God. It's so his fault. <laughs> so holy shit. But it, they just like, they just like reach into a hat and just start yeah. pulling out reasons they why. Usual suspects, yeah. right? <laughs> like, oh, I got the devil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. But it's, it's crazy that they have, they would basically say, we're not going to take any responsibility for the things that we've done or the people that we've hurt. We are no. going to, in some way, pass the buck onto other people. And this particular, what, what really made me laugh about this particular story, it said, the Cardinals accused the Pope of failing to answer questions related to whether the church should allow divorced and remarried Catholics to receive Holy Communion and they're currently barred. Literally nothing to do with Could the issue. Could you answer the tough questions, please? Literally, I, it's like, I read the same thing and I was like, what answer yeah. would mean somebody doesn't fuck a kid? Yeah. <laughs> Right, in some way oh, the answer is yes. Well, now I can't stick my dick in a kid, <laughs> but it's not. A, it's just like yeah. we don't have a homosexuality scandal, right? Like that's the thing that like it's it's like it's astonishing. It's like we have a scandal which is plaguing the Catholic Church and has plagued it all the time. Sure. All that has happened is that we it's out, right? Yeah, right like, now we know nothing has changed. Yeah, yeah, so now we know, right? So we have a scandal where like children are being raped. And they're just like, well, yeah, but I mean, some of them are gay. It's like, nobody cares about that. Yeah. So set that off to the side. And that's like, because you're gay doesn't mean you have sex with children. Right. They're different that's things. Different, that's different stuff. Like conflating that shit is some, it's like, and we're going to talk, there's a, a, a conference yeah. that, that is happening. They're all calling it a historic conference yeah. on the sexual abuse of children. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's the place. conference of bishops that's going on. Yeah. 
And it's, and God, that's gotta be the worst middle manager meeting ever. Oh, oh my God. Could you imagine the, the day trip? Uh, can you imagine, can you imagine they're all arguing who's going to buy, who's going to pay at Applebee's? <laughs> oh, I, I saw this and I thought like, you guys are all getting together in a room and none of you fucking get it. Yeah. It's, 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 this is, you're all getting together in a room and you're pretending you're lying. The reason I want to talk about it is because it's bullshit. You can call it historic and call it whatever you want. But when you get Cardinals and want to put both the stories together, when you get Cardinals for saying, well, maybe it's the gays that are making us fuck children. Right. Maybe it's the gays that are making us hide the people as we bounce them around the world, not even around the country, but around the world. Sure. So they can continue to abuse more people. Maybe it's the gays that are the reason we're raping nuns. Maybe it's the gays that are reason that like fucking, we covered a story like they're fucking chuck a kid out a fucking window yeah, yeah. and watch him die on the fucking cobblestones below. Maybe it's, no, maybe it's that you're a fucking evil organization and you have to get together in a room and have a conversation about what do we do about the sex with kids problem? It's, this is not a conversation you have to solve. It, it cracks me up, man, because like right now at my work, I'm, I'm, I'm being charged with like fixing some of our customer service issues across our, right? So it's part of my job. And like, we had a conversation today and they said, well, you know, do you want to get people together from these different areas and we can all put our thoughts together? And I said, no, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. The solutions are easy because the problems are easy. I've written down all the solutions and I'm just going to email them out and tell everybody what they have to do. And then they have to do it. Yeah. This is the easiest fucking problem anyone has ever had to solve. It has one rule. Like, should I fuck kids? The flow, flow chart is easy. Should you fuck children? No. There's not yeah. a yes sign. Yeah, there's not even a yes sign. Yeah. yeah. So then, did you fuck a kid anyway? No. All right, go to work. Yeah. Yes. Go to jail. Yeah. Everybody get, get out of the knows, Catholic organization. Yeah. yeah. Like they excommunicated that one fucker yeah. this last week, sure. right? The uh, What's his name? Cardinal something. McCarrick or something yeah, like that? something like that. They excommunicated that fucking guy. And that's great. That's great. But they should have called the fucking cops. Yeah. They should like a zero tolerance policy for children fucking isn't something you have to call anyone else into the room to talk about. I just don't understand what's hard. Like, I don't understand what's difficult about this problem. It's not like you have to call in the heavy consultants, right? You have to get the consultants on the phone and be like, all right, guys, you guys got to come here. We got this huge problem. Right. And I need you guys to solve this problem because the consultant, he can handle that while he's eating a sandwich. Yeah, no, right. He'll be like, um, did you let him go? Yeah. Uh, no, we actually protected him for years and years and years. We shuffled him between, okay, I'm going to roll you back here real quick. What we're going to do is from now on, let him go. You're going to let him go. Oh, that seems really, no. I don't just want you to listen to me here. You're going to let him go. Hold on. I got to dip this into buffalo sauce. Real quick. <laughs> You're going to let him go. Yeah. Are okay. you a ranch or blue yeah. cheese guy? That's it. Yeah. That's the end of the problem. You don't need a high powered anything. Yeah. All you need to do is just to get on, get on your knees, beg forgiveness. That's the only thing you do on your knees, by the way. Right. Get on your knees and beg forgiveness and then get rid of all the rest of them. That's yeah. it. Call the cops. Yeah. Call the cops get 100% of, of the time. Have them investigate. Yep. If, if someone's guilty of a crime, then they go to jail and they're fired and they're defrocked yeah. and they're excommunicated. The That's it. Yeah. Like, you, sorry, you go to hell for that. Yeah. Because if like you have a moral organization <laughs> where you have hell, I don't even have hell. I know. I know. I don't even have hell. Yeah. You have hell. Yeah. Like, why don't you just be like, well, if that's for anything, like, like literally if it's for anything at all, oh, I got a lake of fire. Who should we throw in there? I don't know about that guy that rapes kids. No. 
How about that guy who doesn't um, think magic is real? Yeah. Let's put him, Let's in, put him in there. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. It's so what? interesting that they have this hell thing yeah. and that some people have to go out of their way to punish you here for shit that you've done, right? right. Like if you're gay, they got to beat the shit out of you or kill you or whatever, drag you behind a car, throw you off a building if you're gay right. and there's a hell. But there's other things where it's like, if there's a hell, I can't think of anybody who deserves more right. of an entry policy than that. And they're just like, no, he's good. We're just going to move him around like one of those, like we're going to play a shell game with him. And it's a real bad day when you pick that shell with him. (laughs) Like these are, and it's also like, it's not like these guys are people who can exist in the world on their own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you can, you could like, if you were to say like, all right, priest bill. Yeah. Guess what? It's Thursday. Yeah. Uh, find out your fucking kids. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to turn in your cross or whatever. (laughs) I don't know how that works. I need your frock. (laughs) I need your Bible. Yeah. I need your cross. You're fired. Yeah. Leave now. Yeah. Like, go. You're you're Just fired. Go. The cops are on yeah. their way. Yeah. I don't care what happens to you next. Yeah. You're kicked out of the church and you're fired. Yeah. And I don't know where you're gonna live, but it's not here. Yeah. And we don't like we don't have any need to communicate after what time is it? 2 30? Yeah. By 2 32, <laughs> we never talk again. And that's that. They just call an angel from right. processing to escort him from right. the building. Like, it's like, like <laughs> the angels holding this box. No, you can grab what you need. Yeah. But we're just like, going to escort you out. Yeah. Like it's not complicated because like you just stop caring about the well-being of child rapists. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we do with them? Well, I don't know. Yeah. That's up to them, man. Yeah. Like they go be homeless or die in a corner. It yeah. literally doesn't, doesn't matter. matter to me. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. it ceases to be my responsibility right. Right. when you put your dick in a kid. <laughs> exactly. So... Now that Trump is elected, I'm very excited about it because I see now what God is doing. All right, this story comes from CNN, uh, which is fake news, by yeah, the way. Right. It's, super it's failing. Or, no, it's different fa- one. No, different the one. New York Times, different which one. I read faithfully every morning, yeah. is failing. CNN, White House moves forward with wall funding despite lawsuits. So, you know, it's, it's hard for me sometimes to remember because we only record every seven I days. Know, I know. Like what we've talked about, but... If we have not mentioned it, uh, Trump declared a state of national emergency, um, citing troubles at the southern border. The trouble at the southern border was he didn't get his funding for his wall at the southern border. Sure. That's just a true thing that happened. Do we know why they didn't push this through when they had both? You know, that's a good question. I, I was thinking about that, and I don't know when they had... When they had Congress, like, why wasn't this the first thing he tried to get done? Yeah, why wasn't this the thing? I know that, I think one of the reasons is, is if he completed it too early, just like with the tax thing that you had said a while back, that when he cut taxes, he cut it wrong because he should have cut it like after like a year of in in office so that it would have at least people still would be seeing good effects on the economy, but there's a possibility of recession now, which would be bad for him in 2020. I wonder if they like people would be like, yeah, you built the wall, but nobody cares now because it's not on our, you know, it's not. The, right. In the what have pump. you done for me lately? We're a goldfish. Yeah. We're fucking the American people are goldfish. And right. if they turn around, they don't realize there's a fucking plastic <laughs> castle behind it. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. I don't, I, that's the only reason I can think of though, because they had all the shit to get yeah. it done. I mean, maybe the only other reason is that maybe there could have been some sort of blockage with, they didn't have enough votes. They would have had to blow shit up or yeah, whatever again. And I'm not sure on the timing wise, yeah. if there was a budget session that coincided with his. Yeah. But well, they, I, I don't they know. They argued DACA about it. I remember yeah, that was true. It. They argued DACA the previous year. God, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Like I can't keep yeah. track yeah. anymore, but 
he didn't get his $5 billion. No. He shut the government down for 35 days. And then I think to avoid another shutdown, he took 1.6 or 1.7 billion for yeah. uh, border security, security. And then was like, that's not what I want. So what I'm going to do is declare a state of national emergency. Right. Um, incidentally, in case you're wondering, a national emergency was not declared on 9-11. It was not declared until 9-14. I looked this up to huh. see like, have we, do we declare a lot of states of national emergency? We declare a fair number. Yeah. A fair number of states of national emergency are ongoing. And what presidents have typically used them for is to circumvent other regulatory or limiting laws. So the one after 9-11, which is declared on 9-14, um, was declared in order to lift the restriction on the size of the standing U.S. Army. I see. And that remains in effect. Um We've never used it just to satisfy the whim of a budgetary item. And this is going to be embroiled. In like 16 states have already said. Yeah, they've already just. We're suing the fuck out of this lost shit. Lost time. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. And it's funny because California led the way and then coincidentally got $925 million worth of funding pulled for their high-speed rail project. That's weird. I don't know if those two things are related. Probably not. They just happened almost simultaneously. Seems a conspiratorial, Tom. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just, I'm crazy. Did Q pull the funding? <laughs> <laughs> How ridiculous. You know, it's 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 one of these, it, he calls for this, this national emergency. And one of the things he says while he's giving his speech, he says, I just want it faster. I just want to do it faster. Yeah. And I almost feel like, if you're if you're a lawyer who's trying to sue uh, based on this, you should just be able to walk in and be like, Your Honor, I present the first two years of the Trump presidency. I rest my case. Yeah. And then walk away. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I, and I know that there's going to be people, right? There's going to be people who say, you know, they're going to send us a message and be like, you can't do that because of X, Y, and Z or whatever. And I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. But from as a layman watching this happen, mm -hmm. I can't imagine why this this didn't happen before and why we're, why why now he's doing it he's doing it now to show that he just got his ass kicked by congress yeah. he just got his ass kicked and he's got to show that he's a strong leader yeah. and i think that's why he's doing it what what's amazing is this shows intensely weak leadership oh, right yeah. because you know he's he's basically like governing with a cannon at this point sure but like what what is particularly interesting is this is kind of like the conversation we had with Limbaugh, right? Like, sure. if this goes through, then we can declare a national emergency against the opioid crisis, right? We can declare a national emergency around healthcare. We can declare a national emergency around child. We can we can call anything yeah. a national emergency, and 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 then allocate a nearly unlimited amount of funds at the complete discretion of the president. That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. This story comes from the Daily Beast. Italy's school teachers are being taught to deal with the devil. And I read that and I thought, yeah, they teach kids. Yeah. Like, of course. Right? Yeah. That's what you got to school for. Absolutely. Little hellions. You need to put them in their own little pentagram to give them a nap. Fucking salt the earth around them in a circle like supernatural or something. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. What this, what this is specifically referring to um, is uh, sex ed. Um, and exorcism classes being taught in by being taught to it. Now they're not being taught to perform exorcisms. Don't get me wrong. That's still what the priests do, but the school teachers are being taught to identify demonic or possessed behavior. And then I guess they would refer it then. Well, it says an intensive 40 hour course 
offered by the education ministry designed especially for religion teachers and focuses on exorcism and prayers of liberation. And it costs $450. So it's like a, it's like an unseminar. <laughs> an unseminar. Yeah. So no wonder you yeah. wanted to do this story. You've been holding that in your pocket. You've been Once holding that in, in your pocket. Once in a while, I have a good pun. And I think, what can uh, I do? Is there anything I can do? To insert my pun. Oh, you've been holding that B. one. You've been- <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it crazy though? Like, like, and nowadays they there's a there's a there's a thing that you pay money for. Yeah. That, that that it almost is like you remember when we were kids, and I don't know if they I'm sure they still do it. They have things called institute days. Do you remember this when we were kids? Yeah, teacher institute. Teacher yeah. institute. Now this it's is a thing in them. Illinois. Yeah. I don't know if they have it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I only know Illinois schools. Yeah. But when I was a kid. Basically, the teachers would go to school to learn how to be better teachers, I guess, on right. those days, to get yeah. trainings on those days. And then we would have the day off. And so, right. like, students would not go to school. Right. And then teachers would then go to school and basically be in a class all day to learn how to be better teachers. This is basically wasting one of their days. This would be, you know, if this was, and this, again, this is in another country. So I don't right. know exactly how they structure well, it's how like this the, stuff is. They have to pay for it. Yeah, right. And not only that, it's like it costs $450. Who pays for that? Is that tax money? Like, how does that, who gets what and how? I mean, we are, we're we're at a place in the modern world, in Western Europe, in the modern world, where people are taking fucking dark arts classes. Right. This is defense against the dark arts. Absolutely. This is, it's literally that. Like, this is like, they think that Harry Potter is a true thing in Italy. Sure. Like, that's fucking crazy. It's Scottish where that Hogwarts castle was. Gosh. That's absurd. <laughs> the IRS has agreed to send out letters to the governments of every nation. These letters, these letters will state that they have done a thorough review of all Scientology activities from top to bottom, and having found nothing wrong, fully recognize us as a bona fide and qualified tax exempt organization to the full extent of the law. All right, this story comes from the Daily Wire. USC forced to investigate after Church of Scientology allegedly forges letter from professor. Now, allegedly is kind of a gentle word. Yeah, that's here. A, that's an interesting way to put it. Allegedly, because right? uh, it is pretty certainly the case. Yeah. Um. So so just so we're clear, so this is this is a letter that is written on defunct letterhead. Yeah. So and it's by. This is this is purported to be by Reverend Doctor Cecil Chip Murray, and I I saw that Cecil and I thought Chip, (laughs) (laughs) and also it's Cecil. Thank Uh, you very much. I believe Chip. British people for all those British people out there. Chip. I I used to know a kid named (laughs) Skippy when I was a kid. I worked with a guy named Skippy. And I, Skippy and, is an embarrassing name. I, and like his, like they, like he was like, I'd like to be called Skip. Shh. And I was like, that's not better. <laughs> that's not any. Better. I know that we're gonna get a message from somebody who's gonna be like, but I'm Skippy. Yeah. Skippy, change you need your to name. Change your name, Skippy. Yeah. Here's the deal. Skippy is just bad. You sound like one of the little rascals. <laughs> no woman will ever fuck a man named Skippy. It's never I happened. I don't know if that's true, but you definitely sound like either one of the little rascals or 
one of the three stooges. <laughs> Those are your two options. How the fuck? You don't have any other career options. How are you supposed to meet a woman and be like, my name is Skippy? Hey, look. You could look. Look, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. If you happen to be a lottery winner. Yeah, okay. You can All call right. yourself, yeah. whatever, you can call yourself you whatever you want. Yeah, I'm going to like win the lottery, yeah. just change your name well, to something just, ridiculous. And it's not just, or you could just look like, like a, a fucking UFC fighter. Right. And be like, yeah, <laughs> my name's Skippy. I dare you to fucking call me that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So right. like, there's a lot of ways in which Skippy could no, work there's out two. for you. There's two okay. ways and there's literally not there's- three. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> there's literally no, there's no, there's no other way. option. Yeah. Like That's you it. can't be a bus boy and be Skippy. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're, you're not, not, there's not a lot of game. Accounts receivable. There's not a lot of game. Skippy. When you got Skippy. Right. So this guy, Cecil Chip. I also Chip. like, hold on, before we get to the letter, like, if you have a nickname, mm-hmm. just go by your nickname. But like where you're like, call me Tom, <laughs> Chip, Curry, hey, hey. you're an idiot. Yeah. Like just <laughs> don't do that. That You sound like don't an Don't put asshole. it in parentheses. Right. Yeah. Hey, here's my little <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nickname. <laughs> like you're fucking shooting finger guns on the page. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody likes you. If you do that, here, fucking fun fact. Nobody likes you. Do you go? Do you go in business world? Do you go by Thomas or Tom? Tom. It's yeah. always Tom. It's Tom. Yeah, it's I, Tom. I don't write Thomas on anything. It's Tom. If I want you to call me Tom, I write that down. Right. And then that's what you read. So that's not what you think my name is. I see. If you think I wanted to be called Chip, because fighting like name fucking Chip Murray or whatever. Sure. He could have said Mur. Chip. No, I heard Cecil. Instead. Hey, I'm a fun guy. He doesn't like to be called Cecil, so he goes for Chip instead. Yeah. Right? I don't know, man. I mean, Cecil's not a great name, but Chip is certainly not a great name. This is also a guy who just likes names. Yeah. Uh, like, also, this is probably not a real guy. Yeah. Anyway, so, all right. He's He wrote this ostensibly uh, to uh, the chairman and CEO of Walt Disney. And he's he's basically saying, look, the Leah Ramini aftermath show has got to go. He's writing this purportedly in his function as a professor yeah. at this university. Right. He's he is saying, I'm a professor and it yep. needs to go. Right. Not, I like really, really totes like Scientology and right. it needs to go. Except for that he didn't write this. Right. And like, we know we didn't write it because he said so. That's not letterhead the school uses anymore. And the school is like, didn't come from us. Right. So Scientology faked a letter hmm. from a university professor Allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly, I'm sorry. Thank you very much. I, because if not, the, the fucking Scientologist to go stand outside your house and carol or whatever. <laughs> <they do>. like, <laughs> you just wake up on fucking sea org or whatever. And you're like, oh man, this isn't how I want to wish you a merry battlefield. <laughs> I don't know any other stuff he did. So I don't God. Scientology. What is it? Dianetics. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you fucking imagine how awful it was? I tried to read Dianetics. Remember when we tried to read? You did. Yeah, we gave up. We gave up on two books. Holy we gave up shit. on two books. Yeah. yeah, you gave up on a Ray Comfort. Ray book? Comfort, which was a pamphlet. I gave up comparison. on Scientology because it is fucking gibberish. It was Scientology's Dianetics was more gibberishy than Ike. the world's most biggest best of Ike. Yeah. At least Ike, you could be like, yeah, he has a proper. Noun, object, verb, sequence going on. Seriously, here. L. Ron Hubbard is an amazingly yeah. bad writer. Can you imagine how awful it would be to wake up and have to watch Battlefield Earth? Oh my gosh, have you seen it? I've seen. So I I remember that we've started it. Like we started it one night, and it was. And now Sarah and I 
have gone through. We watched every single episode of Mystery Science Theater okay. when it was on. Yeah. Like we watched every single oh. episode. Mm-hmm. And so we used to record it. We would watch episodes over and over and over yeah. again. And these are bad movies you're watching over and over and over again. Yeah. We've watched horrible, horrible movies, Sarah yeah. and I. Right. We couldn't, we stopped. We literally quit. We just were like, I was like, oh no, I can't. I just can't this. I used to hang out with a guy and every time I would hang out with him, all we would do is go to his apartment and smoke weed and watch a movie. Okay. And so I, I don't hang out with him anymore because sure. I have a yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. But I went to his no house. No illusions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm a super lightweight because yeah. like, I don't, I don't get sure. high very often. Yeah. I went to his Does, house. Is there a, and I got to ask, and, yeah. and this is off the, uh, maybe yeah, off topic, well, but um, is there a tolerance level that people build to weed? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I got high mm-hmm. and watched Battlefield Earth okay. and it was still boring. Really? High. Yeah. I watched as a point of reference, mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing when I was high mm-hmm. and I thought it was hilarious. I laughed until my cheeks hurt watching that abortion movie. Sure. Battlefield yeah. Earth was fucking yeah. sleeping. Coincidentally, the baby who gets aborted to cheeks hurt too. Right <laughs> right they, they fish hook it right out of there. That'd be the, the worst hanger. part about being a Scientologist. Yeah. Like you might have you to be like, oh, the movie is really shitty. And I'm not allowed. To well, I don't know. Do they, do they, are they all just like, like, is it? What's an L. Rod Hubbard I guess, book? I guess he's like kind of their prophet, right? Right. I mean, like, you're not going to yeah. tell Jesus you don't like. I mean, it's fucking- spelled differently, prophet. It's <laughs> the same thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why don't they like this particular thing that Disney did? What do you, the Leah Remini yeah, do you know why that is? Well, I think because it paints Scientology in a extraordinarily negative, yeah. negative light. Have you watched any I of I have it? not. No, I've watched one or two of them. Um, but they're basically stories about people whose lives have been ruined by Scientology. So they're just like, yeah, you know, my family was in Scientology and then something, something, and our family got split apart and I had a, got disfellowshipped or whatever. I don't know if that's what they call it, but basically it's shunned. Sure. Yeah, you got to get the know. ring back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And their lives get like fucking ruined, you know, like oh, that's because that's like their scorched earth policy. They have a name for it. I don't yeah. remember what it's called. Yeah. If you fuck with the Scientologists, they like ruin. Yeah. You. Oh yeah, like, they go out of their way to thing. fuck you up. Yeah, uh, that that Louis Theroux did a, a movie on it that yeah. I wasn't super fond of. I watched. I was not crazy fond of it. I've I liked a lot of his documentaries. I I have too. Yeah. I think some of his documentaries are amazing. Really this good. one was not. No, the, the Scientology one was not. It was kind of just eh. But um, but I also watched. We watched Going Clear. Yeah, that was good. And so like, there's a lot of this stuff that you know you watch these things, and it's funny too because they'll catch them on camera coming up to these people right? and like by basically just yelling at them and freaking like being just assholes to mm-hmm. these people that, you know, they don't like Scientology anymore, but man, I got to fuck you up. I got to come over and yell at you and whatnot. And so, yeah, I mean, I could see where they would go out of their way. I mean, I don't know the, again, allegedly, I don't, don't know right? for sure this was yeah. done. Yeah. But, but I, I will say like Scientology does have a really strong track record of to be mild, aggressively managing the absolutely. public image. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's people that, you know, have been injured. Like you say, you know, these stories from these people that have been injured by science. Yeah, there's not one or two. Yeah, it's there's not just a, not a couple. Yeah. yeah there's lots. The Nazi party, ladies and gentlemen, was formed in a gay bar in Munich. And historians agree that Hitler's earliest enforcers, the stormtroopers, the brown shirts, were almost without exception homosexuals. So it was homosexual thugs that helped Hitler to form the Nazi party. In other words, no homosexual thugs 
No homosexual brown shirts, no homosexual stormtroopers, no Nazi party. This story comes from thinkprogress.org. West Virginia lawmaker says there is no reason to punish him for comparing LGBTQ community to KKK. This fucking fat mountain of a beached whale am, of a man. I am just happy Kevin got work after the office. That's all. I'm just happy <laughs> that he was able to do something else. Holy shit. Yeah. This is a guy. His name's uh, Eric Porterfield or Potterfield or... Port, I don't know. Port, yeah. Portly Field. Portly Field, Portly is, Field. is right. He's a, seriously an enormous... He's a blind guy. Enormous Or man. just somebody who has bad vision. I don't know. I can't tell. I, I think the greatest gift he gives himself is not to be able not to be, see yeah. his horrifying look at himself. In the yeah. But he, he basically says, yeah, look, they're like the KKK, LGBT, which I don't even get. Like, I don't understand the fucking comparison at all when they're like, the LGBT community is like the KKK. And you're just like, well, wait. Did they like lynch a black person? Like, I don't know what you're, how exactly are we equating these things? I think, I think anytime somebody can't do everything they want to do, they're just like, ah, you're like just as bad as the KKK. Yeah. Like whatever awful shit. Ah, you're just as bad as a Nazi. It's just like, we, we have a group of, of, of evil yeah. and, and undeniable right. sure. so, yeah. evil people. And it's like, ah, you're just like them. Yeah. And it's like, really? Name like one way, yeah. like uh, just you know, one significant way. Sure. Like ah, two of you guys have mustaches. Like yeah. it's just nonsense. Yeah. Like it's just he says. He Jewish. says at one point he says in a floor speech, um, he he claimed LGBT purple people, not purples, LGBT people were quote the most socialist group in the country end quote, as if LGBTQ people all share the same political ideology. Which is not a true. Like, like uh, that to me proves more, more. And I know that this is a, this is the case. We see this happen all the time, but that to me proves that these people have no idea what some of these terms mean. They're just buzzwords to scare people. Of course, like these are yeah. just buzzwords mm -hmm. that are meant to frighten people. Like they are not taught. Like you could get five hundred LGBTQ people in the room and ask them about socialism and how they feel on it. I guarantee that that graph is gonna. Beer. Bounce all over. It's not going to just be all of them be like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, we should absolutely. Everybody should donate the genitalia of their own that they want to <laughs> suck. And that, you know what I mean? Like, there right, would not be right. that nobody could care. No, none of these people are going to want to have socialism because they, nobody's like, first off, socialism in its purest form, nobody wants to have that. No. The United States doesn't want to have that. I think I know a lot of people don't want to. Nobody's have that. advocating for Right. We want to have some socialist policies. Right but not socialism. We've talked about this before. It's like there is currently a balance of capitalist and socialist policies. Like the roads are socialist, yeah. right? Like it would, yeah. we all like anything that we all agree to put our money together sure. and then to build, yeah. like those are socialist yeah. policies, right? We have a number of them. Yeah. And then we have a number of strictly free enterprise capitalist policies, particularly but like there's nothing that is purely one or purely another. Everything, any kind of regulation, control, all of that is an example of, of a socialist control on a capitalist system, right? So it's a balance that's being struck. And yes, I do think that the left right now is asking for a reconsideration and a rebalance yeah. that pulls away from some of the like aggressively free market, aggressively deregulatory uh, actions that have been taken, you know, for sure. There's a rebalancing that's that's being suggested. 
um, particularly around issues of healthcare, particularly around issues of banking, around loans, around education. That's not the socialism that they're boogeymaning, yeah. though, right? They're creating a straw man of socialism. And really what they're trying to do is equate it with Soviet era, sure. Soviet style. Yeah. Everybody, you know, when they when when Obama said we need to redistribute some wealth, they immediately seized on that. Right. Because what they thought, what they made it out to be was anybody who has more than the average would have to pitch in all of their right. what is not average to give to the people who are underprivileged, right? And that's not what he meant. What he meant was what I think Ocasio-Cortez means, which is let's tax the ultra-rich at a really high rate, at which we've done for a long time, which we did for a long time yeah. in this country. The socialists, we're going to bitch about socialism. Well, it kind of worked here for, you know, 60 plus years. It was a huge boon to our economy when we were taxing people at an obscene rate when they made an obscene amount of money. Now, they still got to keep a lot of that money. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's so funny, like, how hard poor people will protect the rich. Yeah. I, I, it, and, and I know why, you know, like, because poor people think they're going to be one of the rich yeah. and they want to be protected. But, like, sure. you know, Jeff Bezos, if you took away 70% of his income, is still richer than everybody. He's still a billionaire, probably. Yeah. Right? Doesn't it, he have $100 billion or something? Yeah, I mean, like, that? like, think about what a billion dollars yeah. is and whether anybody yeah. actually should have that. Yeah. Like, should we live in a society where somebody has, a thousand million dollars. Yeah. That's a that's a crazy sum of I, and on an individual yeah. basis. Right. It's a crazy sum of money. I I, I watch a show on HDTV. It's called uh like million dollar dream home or something like that. Or like lottery dream home or something. And it's they they go to people who won the lottery. Mm -hmm. And this guy, this super flamboyant realtor, finds them a, a beautiful house. Okay. And these people are winning, you know. A couple million dollars. That's what yeah. most of these people are winning. But these are people who are now well off. Right. With a couple million dollars. Right. Think about how much you make in a year. Right. And then say you won a couple million dollars. Right. Yeah. How off, How long can you take off of work with a right. couple million dollars? Yeah. These people are buying their houses outright. They're buying a few things outright, which we, all of us have to pay. You know, when I get done paying for my house, when I get done paying my mortgage, I'm going to pay double what my house was. Of I'm going to pay yeah, double, right. maybe more. I don't know yeah. what the actual numbers are, but I'm going to pay twice as much as I should have paid if I just walked up and handed somebody a check that said, I would like to buy this house today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay more just to the bank. The bank's going to get twice what I owe, you know, just based right. on that. These people are just walking up. They're able to get out of these, you know, these contracts that all of us else, everybody else has to sign these contracts. Right. We have a car note. We have a we have a house note. We all have to sign these contracts, and these are just and these people aren't winning a lot of money. We're talking about a couple million dollars, right? right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying a lot, not a lot of money. A, a couple million dollars is like an ex, of obscene money. amount yeah, of money. Right. But in comparison to Jeff Bezos, right. Jeff Bezos can donate. He could look at a charity, like he could pick a charity in the United States, and he can donate five to six times what that charity would make in an entire year without blinking, well, right? Michael Bloomberg just pledged a floor of $500 million of his own money as the floor, the minimum spend to try to help defeat Donald Trump in the 2020 election. That's the, that, and he's able to pledge that because that's not actually a meaningful amount of money. Doesn't matter. Against his Doesn't overall matter. personal wealth. $500 million, right. you could take, if you had $500 million, you could take like 
institutions that are failing right now, Mm -hmm. like institutions that hire and and have, say, 1,500 employees. And you could turn that institution completely around. Yeah, that's one human being. You know, when you you have that kind of money, you're not spending that money. That money money makes more money faster than you can spend that money. Yeah. You know, that money on an investment basis makes more money than it is possible for him to spend. He can't outspend his money. I don't feel bad if those guys get taxed and then when they're done being taxed, they're still extraordinarily wealthy. They Not like a little wealthy. $10 million this year. Yeah. And then you got taxed on 70% of, let's say, $100 million. You're still pulling down $40 million this year. You yeah. know, well, you got taxed on your 10, so you probably got less than 10. But still, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like that's a lot of money. It's an obscene. It's, a, it's an obscene amount. Of, it's it's more money than I'll ever see in my entire lifetime. Yeah. And if somebody makes a hundred million dollars a year, and they walk away with, even if they walk away with twenty. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, why should I care? Well, why I, should we care? Well, why should somebody making forty four thousand dollars living in fucking West Virginia working in a coal mine be outraged? Yeah. No, that, it like, doesn't make any sense. Know, but we are. Like, yeah. We're crazy outraged. Like, you're yeah. never going to get that rich. No. Forty-four million dollars. I mean, like, just, just, just to get a sense of the perspective of sure. that thing. Invested in a fucking CD, right? Invested in a, and you would never do that, right? Invested in a garbage investment, an ultra low yield, ultra safe garbage investment. You couldn't even do it, but just at a very low rate, would earn you almost a million dollars in. In interest payments alone. Yeah. Without touching your principal. Sure. You could live, you could spend a million dollars every single year and never touch the 40 million you just made that calendar year. Yeah. It's a crazy, like when the numbers get that big, people don't necessarily have a sense of perspective about how those multipliers work. So like this idea that like we're going to, oh, we don't want to, we don't want a communist socialist system. Well, yeah. I mean, like we're not doing that. If, if, if the wealth accumulates the way that it has been accumulating up top and it's, it's crazy it's obscene. the way it is. It's obscene. And then wages have stagnated for literally for decades. We have less money. Mm-hmm. Like you have, like we have less money to spend right yeah. now than we have had in 60 years. Well, no more than that. Yeah. At this it's more point. than that. Yeah. Like, we are less well off and there's every reason to believe that the next generation will be even, even less, less well off even less and yet we're going to like work super hard to protect the wealthy people that are accumulating vast fortunes that are unspendable yeah unspendable you can't yeah reasonably spend that money what's in what's well, what, i don't understand it one of the things too that you got to consider is that that money the way in which they made it let's say they had a business let's say yeah. the physical business right mm mm-hmm. All the ways in which that 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 money makes money is facilitated by the public, right? The public pays for the roads. The public plays for the police stations that are nearby. The public plays right. for the fire stations nearby. The public, you know, subsidizes all the ways in which they get their power and all this, you know, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. There's all these other ways in which we all help chip in to make sure that that place. And then chances are, like fucking Amazon, what do they not pay taxes at all? Well, they didn't pay. You know what their corporate tax bill was last year? Zero dollars. Yeah. So, so, it was zero dollars. So, if you look at it in that perspective, not only is Jeff Bezos getting away with an absolute steal and making fucking money yep. hand over fist, but his company is also mm-hmm. getting away with a massive steal. 
Yeah, but like we think of it like we've 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 changed our national perspective where it's like, oh my god, like they're going to build their headquarters here. Let's let's yeah. give them like all the tax breaks and do all these things and try to lure that place here yeah. because it's almost seen like it's a fucking magnanimous gift yeah. that a corporation deigns to give the people yeah. for existing in the same space to give you a job. They, like the ability to have good work work that's both meaningful and which is profitable which which allows us to have a quality standard of living that's a minimum standard for a good society we have this idea about american exceptionalism right and you'll hear it all the time no greater country than than the united states of america but you can't find other than military superiority you can't find any measurable outcomes that we're in the top 10 for sure that any like no that makes that makes perfect sense so we aren't winning yeah and we got it we we won't recognize it we don't have like we have shitty health outcomes we have shitty educational outcomes we have shitty opportunities we have massive crippling debt we have like we have a, we are not the best we aren't the second best we aren't the 11th best on like we are 38th out of 71 in educational outcomes amongst industrialized nations our maternal uh, 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 health outcomes, our infant mortality outcomes. Oh, the infant mortality one is low. Wretched. It's very low. They're wretched. We're not. Yeah. We are doing a bad job across the board. Right. I, I I seriously challenge you to find a meaningful metric where American citizens are doing better than most. We're not. We're losing on every front, and. And yet we like tell ourselves a story that we're the best. Yeah. We tell ourselves a story that we're the best and that like, we're all going to be billionaires someday. And then we're building a society to protect our billionaires at the expense of 319.78 million of us, yeah. you know? And the amount of money that these people, like the, the very few are at the top. And they are, there was a, there's a, a, a conversation that happened on the Tucker Carlson show. I don't know if you saw this stuff that happened this week, but Tucker Carlson had a, the, there was a guy who went to this summit, this Davos summit. I don't know if you've ever heard no. of it, but it's basically where a bunch of billionaires get together and chat. Okay. And so this Dutch historian went and he was on the stage. And I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when somebody said, name a place where a 70% tax rate worked. And the Dutch billionaires, or the Dutch historian, who's not a billionaire, he's yeah. just a dude. He's like, United States of America. Yeah. And then he went on to explain, and there's this great moment in that. I watched this big long clip where there's a, there's a couple people on stage. There's this, this Dutch historian and there's a woman who's, I think someone who's an advocate for, for jobs in Africa or something like that. I don't know maybe it wasn't Africa. I I'm, I, maybe I'm, that's just me being xenophobic or whatever, because she was, she had an accent and she looked like she was maybe African, but maybe it was the United States. Okay. I don't even yeah. know, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't remember exactly what the, the details were. And they're talking and they're, they have this guy from Yahoo or something, the CEO from Yahoo stands up and he says, he's like, yeah, and he's in the audience. He's mm -hmm. not on the fucking <clears throat> stage, which is fucking amazing to me. Yeah, I thought right. it was kind yeah. of amazing. The CEO of Yahoo or something stands up and they say who it is and he reads off his question. His question basically is, look, Right now, the, we have amazing growth in the United States when it comes to jobs. We have amazing growth. You're seeing, you know, unprecedented growth in all these stuff. And he starts naming off all these stats. And the Dutch historian goes through all this stuff, basically saying, look, you know, we have tax shelters. You guys are just getting away with it. You guys are just getting mm -hmm. away with it. And the woman 
She says, look, you can have all the jobs you want, but if you don't have jobs that pay well with dignity, then we shouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Like, and it's a great way to put it, right? Jobs that pay well, that have, that you still keep your dignity. Yeah, man, we should abs- that should absolutely be the thing that we're paying attention to. Instead, we're just like, yeah, the jobs are, jobs are through the roof. Yeah, well, if I have to have two of them to survive, then what the fuck good right. is having yeah. two jobs? I don't want to work more for less. Like, why the fuck would anybody want to do that? Those fucking billionaires sure aren't doing that. All the rest of us schmucks have to do right. that. Yep. And it's absolutely bullshit. You know, this guy gets on Tucker Carlson. This this fucking Danish guy gets on Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson is starting to talk. And then finally, this guy comes out and says, look, you're a, you're a millionaire paid by billionaires. He's like, you're owned by billionaires. And you're a millionaire. And you spout their line all the time. He's, but he's like, you're just a millionaire who's paid by billionaires. I don't even know why, you know, you, you're arguing with me. He's like, you're basically in the pocket of all these people. And Tucker loses his shit. Really? Basically, you remember the conversation we had with that Republican? Yeah. <laughs> where I hung up on him? Uh-huh. He does the same thing. He screams at him. He calls really? him to go fuck himself and hangs up on him. Like, but the guy, smart enough, recorded the whole conversation. And so he released it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear Tucker lose his shit. He gets triggered and he loses his shit. But it's, you could just hear this guy. He has no answer to that. No. He's a millionaire. No. Paid by billionaires. And he's uh, and he's also, I don't, I don't know if it's true, but I thought I saw somewhere today that he's like an heiress, heir to some fortune. So like, Oh, I did know that. Yeah. yeah so I he's like an heir that. to yeah, some right. fortune anyway. Yeah. But he's like a he's like a really rich guy protecting a bunch of other really rich guys. There's no there's no guy like me or you out there right. that's yeah. like, yeah, man, let's tax the fuck out of those ten million dollar plus people. There's nobody out there doing that. Now, hopefully, we're gonna see some of that. If this gets into the democratic conversation if that sort of thing starts really pushing itself forward if this if that's just one piece and more and more people are like yeah fuck yeah let's do this 70 percent thing that's yeah. that's exciting we we need we need to radically overhaul the way that we move money around yeah. this country yeah and, and we're not going to do it by begging please oh would you build your fucking headquarters here yeah, yeah. oh please please would yeah. you would you please bestow upon me the magnanimous gift of your fucking <laughs> of your corporate existence? Yeah. Yeah. I get why they do it. They want the jobs. Because yeah. it's the it's the only playing field they have. It's the right jobs. Yeah. yeah. But but really, I'll tell you what, you could easily put, you could back, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, and, and I'm sure that there's people out there that could show me I'm right or wrong, but I think you could back Amazon into a corner. I think you could basically say, well, look, either you fucking build a place and start paying taxes just like everybody else. And you pick the place. We don't give a fuck where it is, but you start paying taxes just like everybody else. And you bring everybody's standard of living up to where it should be. You know, not just the minimum wage of like $15 an hour or the basic living wage. We're talking like a good wage where they work and you cut down your profits or we'll just do something to make sure that you're not, you know, you're, you're, because they rely, they rely on being the first place people search. They rely on that. If they got, if that gets jeopardized and you threaten them somehow to jeopardize that, they're going to change. Well, I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest too. Like Amazon has to build distribution. It's not like you can outsource. Oh, I'll, I'll put all my distribution centers for deliveries. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah. They have to do it. Yeah. Right. So you, I think that there's ways to back them. They're a a retailer. They have to, you have to, I think somebody's got to back them into a corner. The problem is that we won't all agree to do it. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. Because we're somebody's, state driven, not yeah. nationally driven. Somebody's always got, everybody's got to yep. agree. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes in a friendly atheist blog. Uh, Wisconsin GOP lawmaker 
No shit, this is real. I I, I couldn't believe this. I I couldn't. I laughed. It's not out Wisconsin. Loud. It's Wyoming. I'm sorry. Uh, another state I don't care about. Uh, <laughs> Wyoming. I don't care about Wyoming at all. I yeah. Do you? I would you think I've been there? Listen to that. Listen to that right there. I don't. I don't. Re- I don't you, remember. It, yeah. Is is Yellowstone in Wyoming? No one knows. I think it is, and I think it's really pretty. But that's all it is. I mean, it's like like it's bumper cars out there. Like yeah. you could just let go of the wheel and just drive it sixty straight miles. I drive past billboards for Wyoming, mm-hmm. and it's a guy on a horse, and I just presume it's him it's leaving pure, Wyoming. It's pure Wyoming. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, you've seen those, right? No, that's pure Michigan. Different. Eh, whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> It's just another wilderness state. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we have right. a bunch of them. Like sure. we've got, it's America. There's 50 sure. of them. Yeah. 46 states don't matter. They're a bunch of fucking wilderness states. It's where we put our cows I and our ask, poor though. people. I got to ask. No, not our poor people. Our, There's our, obscenely rich people who live up there. Like in those, yeah. because of the oil and stuff that's up there. And the, oh, that was the Dakotas. It's the Dakotas. And then there's also like, there's in other states though, too. There's, huh. there's like some, uh, and yeah. welding and shit that goes on up there. Like I know that they do some rigs and whatnot or whatnot. I got you. So in any case, I want to ask the audience, what's the prettiest flyover state in that area? Like what's the, what's the one that you think this is it? That's because, a good question. Because I've been to Wyoming, I think. And I was, yeah. Cause I was in Jackson hole, Jackson. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. It was a, it wasn't Caliente. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a nice place, but it was yeah. a ski town. It was nice, but it wasn't, it was okay. Yeah. But I was also in Utah and Colorado and maybe for like a second in Montana. I just want to, what's the prettiest state in the country? Yeah. What is the prettiest state yeah. in the country? I, you know, I think that there may be some out East contenders. I think there yeah. may be, because I think some of those states are like, when I see pictures of them, I'm always blown away by some of those out East states. Oh yeah. yeah. Nothing South though. I can't think of a single state South that I'm like, yeah, that's fucking baller. I mean, South and West, but not South, just straight South. Like Southeast and like South Central? Southwest. Yeah, no, no. I mean like garbage states. Oh yeah, like no, below us? Well, who's going to say Kentucky or Tennessee or... Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, like there's nothing. I can't think of anything below us or to the East of us and below None of the taint states. No, God, no. They're all terrible. Yeah. I mean, they might have some pretty spots. Maybe now. like one or two spots, but nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so Wyoming lady. All right, Wyoming lawmaker. I support the death penalty since that's how Jesus was executed. No shit. Since that's how Jesus was executed. Can I read what she actually yeah, said? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I want to read so that so that this is not taken out of context. Senator, Senator, say that out loud, huh? Senator Lynn Hutchings, Republican, shock, Cheyenne argue that without the death penalty, Jesus Christ would not have been able to die to absolve the sins of mankind and therefore capital punishment should be maintained. Here is her quote. Quote. Are we sure, before we continue, are we sure our Cheyenne isn't you putting your SUV in reverse? Are we sure sure that that's not what that is? I am not sure, no. All right. Um, Quote, the greatest man who ever lived died via the death penalty for you and me, she said. I'm grateful to him for our future hope because of this. Governments were instituted to execute justice. Well, we do a great job killing yeah, well, justice. Yeah, we absolutely. We kill the oh, fuck out of some justice. Yeah, we absolutely. Yeah, and we make it, we we actually make it, inter- we interrogate it until it confesses. It yeah. is a fucking slaughter. <laughs> Even if it didn't do it, still make it <laughs> If it wasn't for Jesus dying via the death penalty, we would all have no hope. Didn't Jesus do other shit other than dying? 
didn't they at least think that he did something important in that time? I mean, he just wasn't like a vessel to be murdered, was he? I think that <laughs> like I mean, you know what you see what I mean? Like like that's all there's like like his worth was that he was just a thing that we could sacrifice. Yeah, like none of his teachings mattered, no, it didn't right? Matter. Yeah, yeah, like none, none of like cut open none a of, right. fish and a bread and a loaf and a walk down a none water. Of that, none of that. All that matters freed is freed a guy from a whale belly or something. <laughs> I don't even know. That was Pinocchio, right? That <laughs> was a yeah, Jericho. No, that's a different thing. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how that works. What's that guy's name? He's in a whale belly. That's a no, it's a real there's a dude. Didn't in, Pinocchio end up in a yeah, whale? Yeah, maybe. But I think that that's sort of big. thinking of Geppetto? Wasn't no, he the it wasn't owner Geppetto. It was Pinocchio? a different dude in a whale belly. Now, Jonah! Jonah in a Jonah. whale belly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. You were excited. I killed that. You fucking oh. crushed it. I was going to look it up, too. I just Bibled so you hard. Did. God damn. Yeah, you know what's actually fun, by the way? Like, my my kids don't know anything about, like, they're, they're not raised with any religion. Right? Sure. They never have been. And they don't really get it from anywhere. Like we, I don't, like it's interesting because kids don't get these stories from other places. Like if you never take them to church, why would they get it? Yeah. They don't sure. have it. Sure. So not that long ago, Finn asked me who Jesus was, or I asked about Jesus, and I had to explain who Jesus. It's actually really hard to do without any background at all. Like without. You're basically explaining like what what Santa Claus is without any gifts. Without no, without even Christmas. Yeah. Without like Oh yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Cuz you can't like there's not even a foundational like sure. okay, so God oh. and like none of that makes sense. Yeah, right. Sense, right? So like it's a really weird thing to explain. Sure. And like this is a great example. It's like, well, I mean like if the government didn't execute Jesus, then God couldn't forgive everybody. Out loud? Yeah. Could you, Out loud? Could, could you, you say something more absurd? Could you explain that to any? I don't think you could. I don't it's, think you could. That's a crazy yeah. person thing to say. Well, yeah. the government had to execute God's son so that God had a blood sacrifice <laughs> in himself that was outside him, of him, but still but not him. him. And then once he died, but once didn't did die, it. but it was his son who died, then he sure. went back to heaven. Anyway, skip that yeah. part. So now we're all forgiven for our sins. But only because the government yeah. killed a person, God's dinger, which is why we need to make sure. But like, is she then saying that the people on death row are martyrs to some deity? Then, like, the reason why we're keeping it is because it was important this one time. Yeah, that's a good point. Is it going to be important again in the future, where we're you know like, oh Jesus, we uh, fucking we murdered Jesus? Yeah, fuck, right, yeah. Oh, uh, it's good enough for and Jesus. He was an illegal immigrant. He was an illegal immigrant, and Trump wanted him dead, so he yeah. just murdered him. You know, should, shouldn't we all then want that? Like, if it's a, it was good enough. Yeah, if for it was Jesus, good enough to Jesus, shouldn't I we should all want to be? Like, well, be I want to be executed. We all want to be state. martyred. Yeah, man, that you sounds know, money. We we do catch some shit once in a while. We'll catch some shit from people who will say like, "You pick on the easiest people, right? These are easy marks." And we and it is true. It's true, we absolutely yeah, that is do. not untrue. But one of the things people don't get is that this easy mark is a super vote. Yeah. They're a super vote. They yeah. get a vote that's worth more than anyone who listens to this show's vote. Yep. And yep. not by one or two or three, by a large margin. Yeah. Yeah. They get to decide things for an entire state. They're part of that body that gets to decide things for an entire state. That's more probably more responsibility than I would say anyone who listens to this show. Yeah, 
That's a senator. Right. That's an incredibly powerful yeah. dumbass. It's, it's not a, it, yeah. And so when, you know, yeah, maybe it's an easy target, but there are many people that are easy targets that are in positions of power. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, here's the thing is they only rise to our attention if they make the news. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like I'm knocking on people's doors and saying, you say anything stupid yeah. recently. <laughs> I mean, like these are stories that hit the news. Yeah. That's how I find yeah. them. And I mean, you know, there's plenty of stupid shit that Trump has said. Yeah, right. <laughs> if we're talking about low bars. Low fruit. Low swinging belly. Low swinging. <laughs> He's got some low swinging fruit there. <laughs> tipping his balls. Tipping his balls in uh, the pond at Mar-a-Lago. Every, <laughs> every time he sits down, he's making tea. You know what I mean? <laughs> bloop. Just bloop. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our most recent patrons, Sir Harry Palms, Alan, Chuck, Javier, 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 if you will, Jerry, and Leah. Thank you so much for your generous donations. Thank we you. really do truly appreciate it. You guys are the reason Glory Hill Studios exists. If you want to check out our brand new system, brand new video system, you can check out YouTube or any of the other places that we streamed tonight. We did a full hour-long stream. We covered a Josh Bernstein bear clip. And we also gave away some sex toys, which we will be doing again on Sunday. This will be airing though on Monday. So hopefully if you're a patron, you'll catch our stream on Sunday. You'll be hearing about this beforehand. Um, but we're going to be giving, doing some giveaways and hanging out on Sunday. Um, and if you missed it, you can also check out that stream because that was also recorded yeah. on YouTube and on all the places like Facebook and Twitch and things. Got an interesting message from Stuart, and Stuart said, hi. He said, I thought you uh, expressed general forgiveness for prisoners breaking a social contract, which is great, but you haven't uh, in the past for others, such as Al Franken, and basically wanted us to comment on this. I will say this. I don't hold anything against Al Franken, but I'm very happy that he stepped down. And I want to make a clear, uh, something very clear. I think we should hold our political leaders you, there's a moral level that you need to be held accountable for. Yeah. And I think that we don't do that at all. We think any Joe can just be up there. But just like anything else in the world that you have to apply for and that you might not get because you're just, you just can't have that job, just never going to get that job. Like, I'm never going to be a financial analyst. Right. Right? I'm just never going to do it. Sometimes you just can't get that job. And that's okay, right? We're talking about this with Brett Kavanaugh. Sometimes you're just not going to get the job. You're still a really important person. You're still a valued person. You're just not going to get that job. And I feel like when it comes to Al Franken, he just isn't in a, a senator anymore. It's okay. I don't think he's a bad person for what he did. He, he If he expressed remorse and he moved forward with his life, I don't care. But I am going to say, like, if he's not a person who's in a senator anymore, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I, I want to touch on a different part of the issue. Um, he says, well, I think one of the big issues at the moment on both sides of the political divide is a lack of forgiveness. Um, I, I will say, like, I don't want to be misconstrued. Like, I am less forgiving than Cecil. Absolutely. Like, by a lot. Yeah. You know, so, like, I am, I'm actually not generally pro-forgiveness for a lot of things. Like, I, I don't think of forgiveness as a right that anyone is owed. I think that there are many things we can do to each other and to our social contract to break it irrevocably. Um, I, I do think that forgiveness is, um, I, I, I don't have a, a, a relationship with forgiveness 
um, that is always pro forgiveness. I, I I do. I think that there are many things which can be done um, to someone else where I, I don't think forgiveness is appropriate um, for the person who committed the the act um, in question. So I don't want to be misconstrued there. Like there are many prisoners that I don't think should be forgiven for their crimes. Here's an interesting letter. This one is from Hannah. And Hannah said that their cousin was a nurse and uh, doing some work in prisons. And basically that some of these people that were helping these, you know, that were there to treat the prisoners had said things like, it doesn't matter. These people are scumbags. So they don't need a proper dose of insulin or, you know, wounds were, were not being dressed on time and people, uh, you know, complained of pain. They don't care. So there's, there's a, you know, it's not just guards being abusing people. It's not just that there's, it's the entire system there that we've created that abuses these people. Dan sent a message in and he said, um, this was when we were talking last week and I said that there was a straw man, um, that, uh, that the women didn't stand up because there was a straw man. Cause, and, and he's conflating two things that I said, because I had mentioned afterwards that Trump had said, you take the baby, you hold the baby, you shake the baby, you put the baby right, in yeah. a thing and you tell the mom and dad, and then you kill the baby. And he's basically saying that governor, the governor there, Northam, had said this on a radio show. I want to say two things. One, it still is a straw man if it doesn't happen, right? So if you're if you're characterizing, even if all, like the Democrat is characterizing something that never happens, that's still a straw man. Right. It doesn't that doesn't stop it from being a straw man. Yeah, because painting a picture of an event which does not take place in in this case, the idea of a late term abortion wherein the baby. Survives? survives somehow. Like, I don't that's even know. Not a like, thing. yeah, like that's, it's in, that's not yeah, a thing. It made it to the chopper in time or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, yeah, that's, but made it away from the chopper, it's, I guess, in time. possible yeah. for that to be a thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a straw man. So it is a straw man, but um, it's just not told by that person, I guess. Right. But, uh, but I will say that, uh, that the, uh, the thing that the president said that night was when he was saying that you know, he was talking about late-term abortion. He was saying that, you know, these babies can, these babies are being murdered. That's a straw man because they're not babies. Right. And not being murdered. It's, that's, he's framing the argument in a way that favors his side and not the other side. Yeah. Well, in a a way that's just grossly grossly And it's it's not true. It's just not true. We got a message um, from Kathleen and Kathleen sent a very long email about all the ways in which pregnancy can go wrong and the way in which the fetus can basically either hurt the mother in a way that is, you know, can hurt her or kill her, right? right? Not just hurt her like, oh, that hurts, like, oh, you're pinching me. Oh, there's a baby in me and it's heavy. (laughs) This is ways in which it can kill her or damage her forever. Right. And... You know, these are, you know, it's funny because these things happen and then they have to go get a, they go get an abortion because it's the easiest and quickest way to stop the chance that they're going to be killed by this. And we somehow demonize the woman. Yeah. Well, her point, and I think it's well taken is the risk of complication for an abortion is less than the risk of complication for pregnancy. Yeah. And, and yet we have this, these fake conversations about the safety and well-being of the mother yeah, yeah you know when when if we're just going off safety nobody would have any kids sure right yeah it's deeply unsafe to have kids yeah. by comparison to having abortions yeah yeah 
So uh, we were on the Zachrilage podcast. You a lot can of find, fun. yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did a full hour interview. He's a really fun guy. We had a great time talking. We just basically covered a lot of history, uh, history of the podcast, history of us, and it was a lot of fun. You can check it out uh, on this week's show notes. You can either watch the video, we're on video, or you can listen to it. Um, we'll have both of those links on this week's show notes, so check it out. But that's going to wrap it up. Uh, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.